With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Two guys drove to work. Neither guy wore a seatbelt. One guy got a ticket. One guy didn't. The same two guys drove home. One guy wore a seatbelt. One guy didn't. One guy made it home. The guy not wearing his seatbelt didn't. Don't risk it. Click it or ticket. Paid for by NHTSA. Hey guys, this episode is being brought to you by Tristan Walker and the good folks over at Bevel, the first and only shaving system for men with coarse curly hair and sensitive skin. I use the razor. It's fantastic. It makes you feel like, you know, you're in a James Bond movie or something where somebody really fine would be the star. So go to getbevel.com and use code THEREAD to get 20% off of your first Bevel razor. Check them out. They're awesome. The second season of the hit adult swim comedy Black Jesus begins on Friday, September 18th at 11 p.m. Eastern and Pacific, 10 p.m. Central. Black Jesus is created by Aaron Magruder, the award-winning Jesus genius. (laughs) behind the boondocks one of my favorite cartoons it's starring slink johnson black jesus asks the question what would happen if jesus lived in modern day compton hilarity ensues so check it out september 18th at 11 p.m adult swim let's start the show cold beans and collard greens iconic forever and always we're back for another episode of The Read. It is, and this is a special episode this week because right now we're in the middle of Europe doing European things. More, um, yes, more than likely. And so <laughs> this week, I am the mailman. Oh. No, the postman. Oh, okay. Oh, yes. Wait, Wait a minute. I was going to say, yes, that. the song. That should have been the song I sang. Whatever. It's too okay. late. Can't turn back. <laughs> So we're doing a mailbag episode. Yay, which a lot of you have been asking for lately. So it just happened to coincide with the time that we needed to do one. So woohoo. Look at that. So this is these are when we just go through the inbox and try to just answer a bunch of questions from y'all that we haven't had the chance to get to. So do you want to go first? No, I sure don't. I think you should. Why not? Do you want to start with something messy? Yeah, let's start with no, no, no. Let's start with mess. No. The the inbox is known for mess, so let's just go with what we're good at. Okay, let's start with uh, one called Dipping My Toe in the Pussy Pool. (laughs) So I quit already, actually. Um, So I'm going to say that her name is uh, Glory. (laughs) Says, hey, Chris and Kid Fury, (laughs) I've been dipping my toe in the pussy pool lately, and now I'm confused. It says, I'm technically straight, but this girl at my job caught my attention. You ain't shit. Are you just not going to? This is the story of Gloria Johnson. (laughs) You don't know who this is the story of. Okay. All right. I'm going to start over since you want to be fresh. Oh, all right. I've been dipping my toe in the pussy pool lately, and now I'm confused. I'm technically straight, but this girl at my job caught my attention, showed interest, and now we're getting it. In just six weeks of talking, we've already had sex. 
started leaving toothbrushes and spare clothes at each other's homes and spend most nights of the week together. At first, the speed we were moving freaked me out. But then I remembered Crystal saying that lesbians bring U-Hauls on the first date. So I felt like our trajectory was normal. Really? Plus, this girl... Plus, this girl is one of the dopest I've ever met, and I find myself disinterested by other potential bays. So I said, screw it, let's dive in. Here's the problem. She doesn't want a relationship. She wants all the benefits of one with the freedom to communicate with ex-girlfriends and ex-puss pals. Her words. Puss pals. And throwback bustos. Yum. Not sure. I got an Urban Dictionary, that one. Um, I'm a serial monogamist, and she... Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I I mean, I guess, you know, people who are just like, I don't know, they stay in a relationship, maybe. Like, just constantly. I don't know. I'm a serial monogamist, and she's a recovering thought, and we can't seem to get on the same page. It kills me because I'm about to change up everything in my life potentially lose friends and family what is she making you go to the moon with her what the fuck? <laughs> potentially lose friends and family and affect my work life just to be with her and she can't stop hotline blinging old ass clingers should i fall back or try to work it out signed bitches is niggas too okay well my goodness so first what do you of have all to say to bitches? i was gonna say i know you picked this out because these are my people. No, I picked it out because I went into the inbox and the first subject line I saw said dipping my toe in the pussy pool. <laughs> and I just... Okay. It wasn't so, even the first email. It was just like, did, what? What's her name? Did she give a name? She didn't because she's probably Shane. Yeah. I mean, I can see your real name here, but I'm not going to do <laughs> All that. right. Well, young Maybe lady... she's not shamed, But it says bitches is niggas too. I, if I were you, I would not be getting ready to, like, prepare myself to throw away friends and family and have my whole life changed up and go through all these major differences behind a girl who has already clearly stated she does not want to be in a relationship. And then part B to that, like, you don't even identify as a lesbian. Hello? So you ready to risk it all. Why would she want to be? <laughs> Let me stop. I, I, like, don't take this the wrong way. But, like... Brittany could have saved herself a whole lot of trouble. A whole lot. Like, you know. If you you're... have to look at this from a lesbian perspective. Brittany could have, like, honestly saved herself all this legal bullshit and going through the courts and now probably going to have to pay child support had she just dated a lesbian and not a girl who was fucking around with another girl for the first time. I'm not saying there's something wrong with you for dating around or, or for being curious and, and following through on that curiosity, but understand that lesbians should be hesitant to enter a relationship with someone who does not identify as a lesbian because you're still saying i'm technically straight see, but, see, but you're not so why do i want to be in a relationship with you when you can't even admit to yourself that you are attracted to women like you can't even say that about yourself you don't even say bisexual like you still call yourself straight so then why would i be in a relationship yeah, with why? you it doesn't make sense like so yeah, I mean, she not to say that she doesn't want to be in a relationship with you because right. you're a straight girl because you saying that she's just a hoe. And in <laughs> well, that right. case, even if you were a lesbian, that's enough for you to be like, okay, I'm good. Right. And so the other part of that is like, you see how she's acting. So why are you so pressed to like? Why would you even want to be with this person when you see already how she's like? You you at, are you signing up for some shit when you see that it's bullshit? Why would you walk into this? Now I'm the one who I you know. I usually vote for women to try vag out, especially if they've had, you know, loss after loss with peen. (laughs) Because I've just, I've known lesbians, you know, they're my favorite type of person. And I've always known them to be quite, you know, nice. And they'll take you, uh, they'll take their girlfriends to pride with them. (laughs) 
<laughs> they so do. Lesbians love going to Pride with their girlfriends. Oh my gosh, they make it a weekend retreat. All the studs. They go everywhere with their girlfriends. They go to the region. So this doesn't surprise me in the least. I would just say, you know, this looks like a, the type of situation that has warning signs absolutely all over, girl. There are red flags everywhere. And if I were you, I would not, I would definitely not be looking to change up my whole life and move in with this girl and come out to my family and all this. Like, not for this situation, girl. Just relax. Yeah, I mean, it's nice that you felt like you could experiment and you liked it. You know, I'm a fan of those stories. But if she's, I mean, her being a girl is no different. I mean, I'm not going to give you a different answer than if you were dating a guy and he was like, I don't want to be in a relationship and I'm just going to fuck everybody. And it's the same thing. It's just a girl. You can't make people act right. So you might as well just avoid that situation altogether. And And worse off, she'll probably bust your ass if you're mean because both of y'all are women. (laughs) <laughs> lesbians be boxing you know what and i don't play that shit like that's not uh, <laughs> like oh yeah fighting but like i also cannot say that i've never been involved in a physical domestic dispute with a woman because i absolutely have and it's just <sighs> can't say that i have but not with a woman obviously but i mean you right. know physical you know what i mean but that's but that's what i'm saying like we're both the same gender <laughs> So. Run up and get done up. Like, I don't give a fuck <laughs> how long we've been together. You raise your head. Like, no. Um, I've had no. I have to, like, walk away. I can't do it no more. I'm too grown and I have shit to lose. I don't ever start it. I don't ever hit first. Yeah, I don't start it either. I never hit first. I just walk away. Now. But look, bitch, you're not just going to hit me, okay? It's just not. Yeah, you're not going you're to put your hands going on to me. Hit and if you me. get too close, I'm just going to remove myself. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> amen. All right. Do you have one? You... Um, well, I'm looking here in the inbox. Do you want to do the one about you? The one that says Dear Kid Fury or you want to pick a different one? A different one. Okay. So this one has my name in it and it seems a little confrontational. It says really crystal cheese grits. So I'm going to click this feeling oh, like God, you're attacking me. I feel like I me. picked that one. And I think you did. It says, hi, I my did. name is Jasmine and I was listening to the show a couple weeks ago. Crystal took an aside to talk about how she can't deal with people who put sugar in their grits. Okay, ma'am, what? So call me crazy, but that's all I grew up on. I have never heard of cheese and bacon and grits until I went south. Now, I personally don't even really like grits. You can pass me cream of wheat made with milk any day. So this got me wondering, what are some of you and Kid Fury's preferences of the following? Okay, but but that was rude. Cream of wheat? How do you compare grits? People have different. Cream of wheat. I don't even know what cream of wheat is. You grew up in the Pacific Northwest, didn't you? Because otherwise I don't get this. Oh, Inglewood. Never <laughs> Not Pacific or not Northwest, but anyway. So what are you and Kid Fury's preference of the following? Number one, grape jelly versus strawberry jelly. Can I just start by saying that I don't even like grits. I don't understand the fascination with them at all. Like I think that all around that they're nasty, personally. But if I had to choose, it would they would not have sugar in them. Just eat oatmeal. I just had shrimp and grits in Houston and it was everything. Like what? Sugar? Ugh. Who are y'all? Who are you people who do this? Ugh. This is disgusting. That is wrong. But anyway, so grape, ver- grape, very grape jelly versus strawberry jelly. This, Cookie butter. I was going to say this Nutella. is the kind of thing that I would go either way on. I don't prefer one of those over the other. Apricot. Really? Apricot? They don't have apricot at Popeye's. Cool Ranch versus Nacho Cheese Doritos. Spicy Sweet Chili. I was going to say, girl, the purple bag Doritos are really it. Just. Well, you don't know what you're doing. Like, you got the whole game fucked. Pancakes versus waffles versus French toast. So, 
we already had this discussion on Twitter. Not sure where you are, but <laughs> everybody um, is not on Twitter. Like I said, I don't know where you were, but <laughs> French toast would be Beyonce. Uh, I agree. Waffles would be Kelly, and pancakes would be Michelle. Only like Belgian waffles, though. If yes, it's like, ego uh, like waffles, actual what not pro those do not right, count. That's not a real waffle. That's bullshit. May I'm actually not. None of these things. None of these things. If you're talking about frozen, they don't count. I'm talking about some shit that somebody made, right. like I from on scratch. Honestly, right. Like yes, yes. I'm not talking Cooked. about some shit that you got in the not frozen heated food up. section next to the fucking um, no, not freeze that pops and ice cream sandwiches and shit. Mm-hmm. No, we're not debating the difference between ego products. We're talking about Absolutely actual food. Not. So if it's a I thought waffles, waffle, then it shits on pancakes. It's just forever. I hated waffles for like. Eight, nine years, maybe <laughs> longer, because those were the only ones I knew. I was like, yeah. why do people eat these nasty ass, these fucking cardboard box tasting ass things? Like, who, ugh. Yeah. But that wasn't the type of thing your mama made for like breakfast or something. Yeah, no, because you had no damn waffle iron. Oh, okay. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, no. but right. one day. You know what? That's real. <laughs> we went somewhere. For what? <laughs> it's like. These kids ain't getting no goddamn waffles. I have you will to eat go this to whole work. cereal that I pour into a bowl and you will be glad about it. Nigga. Matter of fact, you will pour it into the bowl <laughs> and you know where the milk is We got cornflakes and orange juice for breakfast damn near every day of my life. And don't let me, I was bougie because I didn't like cold milk in my cereal. So it just was weird. And it's the first thing in the morning. Like who the fuck wants cold milk in their mouth? Gross. So I always <laughs> okay. would put the, the milk in like, like a little bowl and then I would put it in the microwave for a few seconds. So it was kind of like warm or at least like mm-hmm. lukewarm and yeah. then put the cereal in it. So it was like, oh. I used to drink used to milk, warm milk before bed when I was really little, and it always did knock me right the fuck out. I loved it. Yeah, but if we're talking about those three things, it's French toast and waffles and pancakes. Yes, absolutely. I agree. And, all right. All right. Yeah, that was the end of her question. She said she loves the show. Um, and I felt she like loves you, sugary grits. I mean, I really felt like you kind of came for me a little bit. but she did. Honestly, my opinion on this, like... It's not technically, you know, correct that opinion can be, like, better than somebody else's, but I just feel like people who eat sugar in their grits are really just fucking with the name of grits. It's just wrong. Right. Okay. So, it's your turn. Um, Lord, a lot of these are... Ooh, I, okay. This one is from Snagglepuss. It says, let me start out <laughs> All right. by... Um, saying that I appreciate your show and love you guys. I agree with you on almost every listener letter. You're probably going to read me to filth for this, but I'm interested in hearing your side. Why do y'all do this to yourselves? I should just skip that whole part. Okay, so it says, in previous shows, it is implied that neither you or Kid Fury approve of open relationships. I am gay and happen to be in one. I also know a handful of... I know a handful few of Mary get, you know, I'm not Crystal and I did not edit any of these damn emails. So what you sent is what you get in. Um, I know a handful <laughs> few of married gay couples who are also in similar situations. My boyfriend and I discussed the idea thoroughly before we opened our relationship almost a year ago. And we both agreed that there is a distinct difference between a one-time romp in the sheets and intimate slash passionate sex. We trust each other enough to know that at the end of the day, we are still going to come home to each other. We believe that 
While sex plays an important... Hey, Siri, mind your business. While sex plays an important part in a relationship, it is not the focal point. There are other much larger factors at play. Being in an open relationship is not a free pass to go out on dates and spend the night with other guys. Just merely an understanding that sometimes it is nice to switch things up a little bit with someone new. Uh, Now that you've heard my side, what is your position on the issue? Thanks in advance. Keep slaying the game. So, Snag... Now that I've heard your side, my position on the issue stays the goddamn same. (laughs) Because, first of all, I don't know if he says it it is implied that we don't approve of open relationships. I don't think that I've ever said I don't approve of them. No, we've clearly never said that. (laughs) Certain that I've said that they are not for me. Right. And, And that is what you should have taken from that. That this is our opinion for our dating lives. And what you do is of no consequence to me. In fact, I'm pretty sure i've also said if i haven't i'm saying it now that most of the gay men that i know who have been in long relationships i'm talking five years plus the gay men that are like married couples and things like that usually are in open relationships or they have like threesomes and orgies and things like that like Mm. so that they're not just fucking each other for the rest of their lives (laughs) whatever floats your goddamn boat sweetheart that's you you Mm -hmm. know what i'm saying and it's not that i feel like elise neal it's not that um (laughs) You know, when you're talking to me, when you're referencing me, like, that's something that I can't get with. I don't give a fuck if, you know, intimate sex is different than, you know, fucking or one night in the streets. And, you know, we don't keep the niggas, we don't cook them breakfast in the morning. I don't give a fuck about any of that. You know, I personally do not. I'm never going to be with the idea of the person that I'm in love with, the person that I'm committed to having sex with other people. That's just not something that I can get with. Maybe one day I'll be 50 years old. God willing, I make it that long. Mm-hmm. And my views will change. But you know what, nigga? You boring. We boring. This sex is boring. <laughs> Let's go find a hoe. I don't know. Like, as of right, I just don't see that yeah. being I don't a see part that in of my, my life, life no. at all. But if it works for you, then great. Right. Please don't assume or infer that we're saying something about us and that means that we disapprove of it in you. Maybe you feel a kind of way about that shit since you wrote this whole entire letter. Like you found this implication that just wasn't there. Because Kid doesn't want to be in an open relationship. (laughs) That's you. If it works for you and your boyfriend, great. Shit, I ain't got no goddamn answer. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Ain't nobody putting no rings on my motherfucking finger. So Do whatever works for you as long as you're like not involving kids or animals. I don't really give a fuck what you do. So, you know, have fun. So, I mean, I just don't understand it because I couldn't, you know, I just, I couldn't. But it works for a lot of people. And if you can find a way to keep your keep yourselves uh, sexually entertained and stimulated or whatever, and <laughs> and if that increases the, the, the length of your relationship or love life or whatever, then perfect. Yeah, whatever makes you happy. Right. All right. This next question um, comes from Anonymous. She says everybody and their mama listens to this show, which thank you. But okay. Um. <laughs> Dear Kid Fury and Crystal, this October will make a year that I ended an extremely unhealthy relationship of five years. I dealt with cheating, blatant lies, and disrespect like a dumbass, but I kicked his weak ass to the curb when I found out he had been talking to multiple girls. Good for you. Even though this was nothing completely new because I had tried to ignore the fact that he hurt me so much, I decided it was finally time to let it go. I'm getting my second degree, my natural hair is popping, and I'm basically a better person than he'll ever be. All right. Okay. With that said, I found the love of my life at school and a few months after the breakup. He's a gazillion times the man that my ex could ever be and treats me like a queen. 
My problem is, as weak as my ex is, I still find myself looking at his Twitter to see what he's up to and occasionally wondering what he's doing. It's not that I'm not over him because that ship has absolutely sailed, but I just want to know if this is normal and if either of you have ever experienced anything like it. Thank you so much. You are both so amazing. I've been a fan from day uno. So thank you, Anonymous. Thanks so much, Anonymous. You're not over him. No, you're sure not, sweetie. If you were, you would not be looking at his Twitter, finding his Instagram. If you were over him, you wouldn't even think to look at his Twitter or his Instagram because you wouldn't give a fuck what he was doing. Like, you're not over him. And I've been in that position myself where I'm just like, man, I don't give a fuck about that. I'm so over that nigga. Oh, my God. And I'm still like looking at his page looking and at your this. myspace like, why would you getting you mad care? when there's a new bitch in your top 10 and all that i used to be that same way like you say you don't care but your actions say the exact opposite and it's okay to not care or it's okay to still care because y'all were together for five years right like, it wasn't like that it's not like that's some insignificant amount of time and it looks like you basically found you a rebound who is like treating you nice and that's good that he's a good guy but you clearly still have feelings for your ex which is understandable so, I don't think it's really an issue of telling you to stay off his Twitter. I think it's an issue of you being honest with yourself. Like, right. are you really ready to be in a relationship with somebody else when you still feel the need to check up on your ex? Because you why shouldn't, are you doing right? That? You shouldn't like, even feel the need to do that. What is what is that stemming from? What do you? Why do you feel the need to check up on on the things that he's doing if you a are over him? And you've moved on and it's been however long and you're in a new situation now. Then it's like, it's just like people who get into like a new or start dating someone new after a bad breakup. Mm-hmm. And they start posting all of these things about this new person, how they've found the love of their life. And they're posting like flip grant videos with weekends, music in the background and all kinds of shit. <laughs> and it's trying to, and in all in an effort. To get your ex to see, you know, I don't fuck with you or right. whatever. And it's like, to me, I see people do that shit all the time. And it's like, you're doing this because you still have some sort of a feeling. Feelings. And when I say that you still have feelings for him, it doesn't mean that you want to be with him again. It doesn't mean you are, you know, trying to get back in a relationship. But you haven't let go to some sort of an emotion with this person, which is why you're still actively in their online business. Mm-hmm. And until you can fully let go and just be like, I don't give a fuck what 140 characters that nigga tweeted about today like i don't has nothing to do with me like you'll just find yourself at a point where it's like you forgot about the motherfucker like you know like oh shit i wonder if that bitch is still alive that's when you know you're over (laughs) right because like when i read this story i where when we when i read this letter i was thinking like damn i wonder if i even found my ex's twitter would i give enough of a fuck to like really read it i doubt i would like because i just don't give a damn what's going on in her life or like what her presence is on social media and that's how it should be if you're feeling like you're going to be dating somebody else so if i were you i would just really think about whether it's fair to be in a relationship with somebody who seems to be like a nice guy and is treating you nicely but like is it really right to be with him knowing that you do still have some kind of feeling whatever is still lingering for your ex so you should think about it definitely all right so let's take a break and we'll be right back Hey guys, this episode is brought to you by the great tasty people over at NatureBox. If you're anything like myself, you love snacks because what? They're delicious, they're good, they're convenient. You can be watching TV or doing anything else lazy like me and just have something to pop right into your mouth. (laughs) And with NatureBox, you don't have to feel like crap 
after you snack. You can give in to your temptation the smart way with their delicious snacks. That's right. Nature Box has sriracha cashew crunch, which we live for. They've got whole wheat chocolate chip cookie bites. They've got Belgian waffle, cocoa Belgian waffles. We were talking about that earlier. And the strawberry lemonade fruit stars, which are Mm, kind of a personal favorite. So good. So, if you want, you can go to naturebox.com slash the read, and the first box is on us. Yes, it's full of flavor, but without any of the junk. They're made with ingredients you can trust, and they've got a smart snack guarantee. So, if there's ever anything you don't love, let the great people over at Naturebox know, and they will replace it in your next box. It's so easy. It's so satisfying. So, again, your very first box is on us at naturebox.com slash the read. Head right now to unbox a world of taste and possibility. Yum. Let them know the read sent you. And now let's get back to the show. So we're back. It's mailbag episode here. That's right. Somewhere in September. <laughs> and um, I think this is airing on my birthday uh, or the day after. One or the other. All right. Well, happy birthday. Thanks. Um. All right. Is it your turn? My turn? It's your turn. Sure. Then <laughs> let's start with a fun one. Okay. This is from, um, I was going to say Brock, but that's your brother's name. But he's also the name of a Pokemon trainer. Really? Because this is a Pokemon email. It's a Pokemon trainer? Yeah. Wow. He was a, lead, a gym leader, and he was one of Ash's best friends. Is he like a human that trains yes. the po- oh, Okay, well, I don't, I don't really know what a Pokemon is, so. But They're all right. pocket monsters. No, I know, I know what it stands for. I just don't, like, what is that? A monster in your pocket, bitch, I don't know. <laughs> It says, hi, Crystal and Kid Fury. I was just on Tumblr when I saw someone draw Rihanna as a Pokemon gym leader with an Eevee and an Umbreon. Did you see? Rihanna was somewhere. What the fuck are these words? Rihanna was... I'm going to pull it up so you know what the fuck we're talking about. Okay. She was somewhere and she was wearing this really cool outfit and it was like really colorful and I don't like... I don't know. It looked like she may have gotten it from Japan. Maybe recent? that's why. It just looked like real anime to me. Okay. And I think it is recent. And someone like made a meme of it or a caption and said she looked like um, a Pokemon trainer. And it was hilarious because if you've ever played Pokemon, watched it or whatever, she really and truly did. I'm sure this is hilarious to people who are familiar with Pokemon. God. <laughs> I'm trying to get it though. What's the question? Anyway, someone on Tumblr made this. So this is what she wore. It's like this like blue. Oh know, yeah. It's jazzy. Dry, oh, it does look pants. real. I don't know. Yeah, I see what you mean by the Asian influence. <laughs> anyway, so <laughs> she definitely looked like an anime character. It says, um, I want the photo made her say, or maybe this is a guy. This is a guy. I'm sorry. The mo- the photo said, <laughs> I wonder what Pokemon Kid Fury and Crystal would think certain pop stars would have. Uh, so I'm asking, but if you're not a big Pokemon fan, I'd like to know which Sailor Scout you would assign to Beyonce. <laughs> Thank you for entertaining my nerdy question, and I love your show. Okay. Well, I definitely don't get like 80% of it, so... Which, you, Beyond, which Sailor Scout would Beyonce be then? The one that had an attitude problem with the dark hair? Ray? Maybe. Mars? I think it was... No, not Mars. She was a real smart one who was like always correcting everybody and all yeah, that. It was Mercury. She was Amy. Oh, uh, well, who? 
So the so the one who had an attitude with the dark hair. Her. Why would that one be Beyonce? Because I feel like that smells like like the you? real. Be- well, I mean, yes, me, but then also like the real Beyonce. Like I feel like Beyonce is just sweet to like fans and stuff because she knows how pe- that's how people expect her to be. But in real life, she probably like girl. Beyonce literally had the meatball head hair. <laughs> At the Made in America Festival. Like but in those transitions, she had the Sailor is, Moon hair. But Sailor Moon is really annoying. She's annoying and she's stigmatized. Well, and she's flighty. You didn't give her a and chance. And she's irresponsible. She matures. She always fucks up. She comes into she her She lets own. the shadow man, like, dictate her whole life. She's just so dumb behind that nigga, whatever he's called. Tuxedo, Tuxedo Man. Mask. Yes. Him, Tuxedo Mask. She's so dumb over that nigga. Like, she just is annoying as fuck. She needs to grow up. He's her baby's father. Okay. Well, listen, she was a teenager, right? She was a teenager, so. I mean, in the future, he becomes her baby father, like, on the moon. Do you hear yourself? It's a cartoon, bitch. God so damn. Is, so which Pokemon is Beyonce then? That's not even a goddamn question. It's the question not? is, what Pokemon would certain pop what? stars have? Right. You have to know at least two Pokemon. I'm about just to... name any, just no, one that you could think of. Pokemon. The name of one of them. So Pokemon is like the. Hold on. It's the name of the program and game. Right. So that's name not... one of the creatures. Bulbasaur. Without Google. I can't. So you've never heard of Pikachu? Never. In oh, your Pikachu! Life. Yes, I have heard of Pikachu. Yes. Jesus. But I think that might be the only one. Probably. I don't think and you I know, know what? Fair. That's okay. fair. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, because Pikachu was everywhere. So just give Pikachu to somebody. Okay. Who? Oh, I don't know what he Who does. Who would have a Pikachu? He's electric. He's an electric rat or mouse. And he does what to you? Does he inspire you? He ele- oh, so you die? So I would give it to like... <laughs> I don't get it. All right. <laughs> so, sweetheart, I'm just going to take this one. Um... I feel like Beyonce would have like a nine tails. Beyonce would have like a nine tails because nine tails is like majestic and like fine and like like what? Like regal and like stands up straight, has a great posture and all these yeah. Okay. So Beyonce would have like a nine tails. Miley Cyrus would have like um muck and um Taylor Swift. <laughs> Would have that new one that looks like keys because what is that? No, Taylor. There's one that looks like garbage. What? That one would be. Okay. That one would be hers. No, that one would be Taylor Swift too. I think Miley Cyrus would probably be like a like a a, a poison leader. Like what she does would have muck nothing do? but poison Pokemon. He's literally like a bunch of muck and oh. poisons you. Oh, okay. So. Um. Yeah. Who else do we like? Name a pop star and I'll give them a Pokemon. Rihanna. Rihanna would have a Squirtle when he wore them sunglasses in that movie. Or that no, there was like a gang of Squirtles, and they all wore sunglasses, and they were like too cool for school, and like swam. Yeah, Rihanna would have a water Pokemon. I think. Name another one. Uh, Mariah Carey. Mariah would have. Mm, I'm trying to think of like oh, I already gave Nine Tails to somebody. She has to have like a real majestic bat bitch Pokemon too. Is there only like did one you say, or two Did you say one? Jigglypuff. See, he gets it. Oh, okay. Wow. Oh, wait. No, that's shade. Because Jigglypuff sang and everybody fell asleep. Oh, that's rude. <laughs> and then she drew on their face. You walked right into that. <laughs> but she had a 
good voice. It wasn't her fault. That was her power. She sang it and, and it would lull you to sleep. Oh. She didn't understand that. And so she felt like everybody was shading her and then they would draw. <laughs> She would draw on their faces. Oh, that sounds like Mariah Carey, too. Like, Petty. She thought somebody disrespected her, so she drew on their face. That's, That's Lana Del Rey. Oh. Lana Del Rey's Jigglypuff. Suicide music? No, girl. Oh. Like, music that y'all say makes you sleep. Oh, well, yes, you damn right about that. She makes I'm done with the question. I'm the only one. Me and the engineer. The I mean, I can sit Pokemon. here and think up uh, people for you to, to do this with, but I, if you ask Name me... Name one more. Um, Jennifer Hudson. <laughs> Why is that funny? Okay, so who has Scream? Um, it didn't have to be that way. Or like Lear. She would have like normal, maybe a Chansey. Who does, who does no. Chansey heals people. Mm, I'm trying to, who is, I know they have ones that like shout mad loud. Get back to me. I'll figure it out. Before the episode is over, I'm going to give Jennifer Hudson a Pokemon. Okay. All right. So it's your turn. Yes, it is. And our next question comes from Andrew. It says, hey, Kifuri and Crystal, I just started dating Evan, who's about four years younger than me and just moved to Seattle. Zubat. That's the one Jennifer would have. Zubat. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't. I'm sure that's nice. Or Exploud. Are these the ones that just holler or they just cause it? Loudred. Okay. Loudred, I think I get it. He's a graduate from an Ivy League university. He's genuinely sweet, and personality-wise, we get along really well. I've only dated him for a month, but I can see us having a long-term relationship and one day raising a child with him, as he's the type of person who would make a great father. Financially, he's also set up with a really good job, and he has ambitions for even better things. There is just one thing wrong, his penis. I've Jesus. never dated anyone who had a penis as small as his. I think it's about two and a half to three inches. We haven't had sex yet, and I'm worried I won't enjoy it or I'll hurt his feelings if I say something about it. <sighs> Am I being shallow and short-sighted, or is this a legitimate concern? I'm not the type of person who has sex a lot. It's probably been almost a year since I last slept with someone, and <sighs> I don't feel pressed to do it again. Thank you for helping. I really enjoy your podcast and love everything you guys do. Andrew. So... Andrew's boyfriend has a small penis, and I felt like you maybe would have a little more insight to this than I do. Bitch. <laughs> now, I'm not no, saying you're you totally not- right. Right. See, okay. Um, See, fuck you. <laughs> wow. What wow, do you bro. do? I mean, because he's great in every other way. He has a job. He's ambitious. He's a good They guy. make straps for guys. <laughs> but there's no substitute for the real thing, so. <laughs> well, there needs to be in this case. <laughs> Cause t- two to th- God, what the f- how what it what? Okay, so <laughs> I've heard that like, you know, I've heard of like micro penises, uh-uh. and I I guess they're like a real thing. Yeah, I don't think I don't. I'm not sure if they're that small. Maybe though. I'm because isn't sure. like 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 five is like below average. Because isn't like I think like the average penis size I think is between I like five, six to seven no I thought it was five and five and a half inches <laughs> well we black so okay well so we, listen we I don't need I don't we, okay right. from a different cloth right, like, I don't <laughs> but generally okay um I think science I think two and a half to three sounds small by any measure though like I think to everybody that sounds like an unfair situation like that erect I I'm I don't know they've never had sex so maybe I mean, would it really make that big of a difference if it was two and a half inches soft? You damn! 
Okay, so listen. I don't know how much they grow. I know they plump when you cook them, but I just don't know how big they get. From zero to 100. Hopefully bigger than three goddamn well, inches. Well, I mean, yes, obviously. I'm, you know, I heavily believe I'm not a size queen at all. I don't, you know, I actually prefer like an average size mm-hmm. if you really want to get down to brass tacks because don't nobody have time or space <laughs> for all of that monstrous <laughs> shit that some of you niggas like to uh, brag about. That's very cute. Great for you. They're lovely to look at and hold and, you know, all of those things. But when it gets down to penetration, all I can do is pray for you. Okay. All right. Um, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry that's might watch, not going inside me. Some niggas might, you know, inspire you to just give it a shot. But I'm what I'm saying is I'm just not oh, yeah. like big dicks. Or, shut your mouth. Oh, yeah. So, you know, I'm just not, you know, but two to three. I just don't know what you can do with that and i do believe that it's not about it's um, the motion in the ocean not the size of the but whatever yeah the fuck they something say. like that you have to know what to do there's plenty of niggas with huge dicks that have no idea what to do with them and mm-hmm. small dicks and tone or whatever so yeah um i mean i guess give it a shot you know he may surprise you you know, you may actually yeah. enjoy You might it. like it before you criticize it. You know, try it out. Try it out. You know, he may compensate for his penis size in loads of other ways. He may be really good Sex at some other things. Sex is more than just, you know, penetration. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but, girl, <laughs> um, if not, I say go for the strap. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing wrong with trying a strap or a, a dildo, I guess, if he's into that. If he's not, then I guess. But that's like, how do you even have that kind of conversation with somebody? Like, I dig you in every way imaginable, but your dick is just your so genitals tiny. are lacking. And I need you to permanently substitute them with something else. Like, if that nigga's dick is two inches rock, maybe he'll he knows what's up. <laughs> so you can try and call, you know, coat it with whatever sugar you want. Taffy, I don't give a fuck. But. If he if his dick is really two inches long, right. I don't think that you would be the first one to say something. Maybe you would be the first one to say something, but you damn sure <laughs> won't be the first one who's had an issue with it, unless he's a virgin. So, I mean, yeah. But sex is like sex. I don't. Sex shouldn't be a deal breaker unless it just cannot ever. Unless there is no way that you can find yourself satisfied. You can work around sex. Like if that's the only thing that you're not satisfied with try and find ways to switch it up spice it up do little things to make it more interesting so that you can get that because if he's a really great guy it would be a shit to pass it up because his his penis is you know yeah i mean right you don't minuscule you don't want to just throw out a guy who could be perfectly good because of an issue that may not even really be an issue so give it a try and you know see what can work out he for might y'all. break your back with he all might, two of them he might blow your mind with some of the tricks he can do you don't know who don't knows know. what he's picked up over a lifetime of having a two inch penis he's learned all kinds of shit that man might blow your mind so give good it luck a to you yes all right well it's your turn oh right i work here <laughs> Okay. Just looking at me like, okay. Because you said on. two to three inch dick and I'm still trying to figure out like. <laughs> Bless his heart. And this is a gay male relationship. I don't know if you picked up on that. So, so shout out to you, Vin, because I feel like many queens would have just been like, where's the beef? And then they would just left. <laughs> so at least you're trying to make it work. Good for you. Not that old ass lady on them Wendy's commercials though. <laughs> I love that commercial. Okay. So let's do one. 
called oh in the vein of sex <clears throat> yay why not so let's just stick there so this one stick <laughs> sorry sorry so this letter is from uh the chat all right and it says, first off, the show makes my week. Each episode, I love hearing your opinions so much, I decided to submit a personal question, and I would like to remain anonymous, please. <clears throat> okay. I've been with my boyfriend for five years. We recently blo- broke up for a few months. Now we are back together. We broke up over my decision to move to another state in which I was offered a job, also partially because I wasn't happy. We have a great relationship. The only real issue is the sex life. He has a very high sex drive. While I will be okay if we have sex way less often. I really do not enjoy it with him, but more on my own without penetration. I I truly enjoy the pre-sex action. Damn right, bitch. That's where it's at. Well, not that the whole thing. Let me be quiet. Right. While we were broken up, I hooked up with a woman. Oh, Lord. Same situation. I love that women are just free to just try things out. And, yeah, you know, just whenever like, they feel like Taste it. the veg and be like, yeah, I did. You know, I'm not, not my thing. But, you know, shout out to the girls. Like, I love the girls And that's do really that. it. Yeah. You, it can just be like a Niggas thing Niggas don't even try. say I bless you if you sneeze. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? And you know you you know a fine nigga when you see one. Right. You don't have to go and tell the world the nigga's attractive. But you know him. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> while we were broken up I hooked up with a woman same situation basically I was all into it but I was not really satisfied both my man and the woman I hooked up with overly enjoyed themselves <laughs> okay well shout out to you overly enjoyed but, <laughs> but I am not sure why I'm not on the same page overall I'm with my man because our relationship is amazing other than for me that small part called sex but I, <laughs> but I don't want it to be an issue again in the future I would like your advice because I really want this to work. Thanks. I love intimacy, but not sex. Hmm. Well, girl, I mean, honestly, this sounds complicated because I don't know what the fuck you're going to do when it comes to dating. Because most people, I think, are are death. Sex is definitely like, if not number one, then top two requirements in a right. relationship. You girl. say you love intimacy and sex is literally the most intimate thing you can do with somebody. So maybe you just don't feel particularly close to these people. Well, like, she said that she loves her boyfriend and her boyfriend's amazing or whatever. So, but she maybe, just doesn't like sex. What I wish she would have said what she doesn't like about it specifically. I mean, if it's the if it's just the penetration part, like you don't like being penetrated at all, maybe it's an issue of you like not being aroused enough. Like maybe y'all need to try out some different shit so that you do enjoy sex because. You know, I just don't like it, period. Seems a little like it's it's gotta be something about sex that you really not feeling. Yeah, I think you need to figure out what exactly it is about the penetration part that you're not a big fan of and then go from there. But I do understand completely having like a way different sex drive from your man. Yeah, that I get too. Me and my ex had like polar opposites. Like I'm cool with, you know, whenever, like every now and then or whatever. This nigga's like daily is good multiple times per day would be better and i'm just like well who has time like like why not next weekend i don't but right you know so that and that's it's even worse for bottoms because ain't nobody trying to clear out their whole day of eating and shit and flush your whole right. ass when are you supposed to have a day of like, eating no i'm i'm actually great today i just <laughs> had all the nachos so back up 
Like, Girl, maybe Thursday. Yeah, let's just. Can you not? Let me look at my calendar. <laughs> <laughs> no. Let me see when I can clear a day. Like, ain't nobody got time to be making adjustments for your ass. I'll put it that way. But just like. You might have to compromise, though, because I yeah. don't think you're going to find. Uh, many people that won't want to penetrate you. <laughs> I mean, especially since clearly your pussy is just yanking. Yeah, apparently you're so much. So good. <laughs> like, all right, girl, your shit is that good. I guess niggas is going to want to get in it. And if it's an issue of like, you don't necessarily dislike sex, but you just don't like to have it as much as your partner does, then it's an issue of like communication. Like, you know, kind of give and take about that and talking about what the issue may be, you know, between the two of you. But, you know, sometimes people just don't like it as much as their partner does. Y'all just have to come to a mutual understanding about that. Like, if you can't talk about it, then you shouldn't be having sex. Get a vibe. Get a vibrator. And um, <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, see you if you can learn had to a vibrator. I mean, because she says she prefers to have sex on her own. Like She masturbate. says I prefer on my own without penetration. Right. So, I mean, but that's most sex toys. Most women don't orgasm from penetration. Only I mean, like I know. So if she's enjoying it more with sex toy, that's that's because it's clitoral stimulation instead of depending right, on I'm penetration. Saying is, get one of them things them? that like. The rabbit. Is that what it is? The one that like penetrates and also tickles the um. No, I'm thinking of something she can use with her man. Like they make sex toys that you can use that like vibrates on your clit (laughs) while you're fucking your man, so you get like both sensations at the same time. That may be just what you need, something like that. Newfangled things. I mean, something. I'm saying y'all should be able to talk about it, play around, see what works for you. But yeah, if you've ever had a conversation with them about like about it, yeah, and just like, look, I don't particularly enjoy getting poked, and you've ruled out lesbianism, so it's not that you're averse to dick you just need to figure out why you know you're not enjoying it but y'all can figure it out i'm sure and if not just you know (laughs) fake it like plenty of other women (laughs) across the world no do not fake it what don't waste your life never having i mean if you want to be with which doesn't mean she can't fake i'm saying like fake the the pain oh fake it with him and then just continue to have great orgasms by yourself she can have an orgasm while she's you know make it work (laughs) what the hell What's yours? All right. Our next question comes from Carlos and says, Hey, Kefir and Crystal. I love the read and all the stories you guys share, but I wanted to ask one question. I was born and raised in Manhattan, and I completely understand and have gotten used to the bullshit that the city throws at everyone. Since you all moved here, I want to know, when was the first moment you realized just how messed up the city can be? I love you guys, and I hope you have a great rest of the summer. Thanks, Carlos. Summer is only lasting for about another 10 or 12 days, so... I plan to enjoy the little of it that is left. Oh, my God. <laughs> but because, you know. I love fall, though. Like, when I'm, you know, being from Miami, we really have, like, day-to-day summer. Yeah. So I really never experienced seasons until I moved here, which you said a million times. But I really like fall. Because it's not, like, the early stages of fall is not too hot. Mm-hmm. It's not too cold. Fall wear is so nice and things of that nature. Um, I think... The first time I realized how rough New York can be, you have to keep in mind that the day I moved here, um, the city was recovering from a tropical storm. Right. And um, again, being from Florida, I'm no stranger to tropical storms. Usually that's something that comes and, you know, breezes right through. We might run out to 7-Eleven and go get a slushy in the middle of that bitch because mm-hmm. we ain't afraid of it. Like, that's... That's how we are Hurricanes, I was just about to say that. Hurricanes <laughs> for us is like tornadoes for you. We ain't afraid of them hoes. Right. You know, but 
for New York, it's built differently. So when that hurricane hit here, I mean, tropical storm, it fucked this shit up. The trains weren't running. People didn't know what the mm-hmm. fuck to do. Like, lots of folks lost their lives. It was, like, crazy. Yeah. And there was a blizzard days later. Like, there was a blizzard Welcome to New York. days later. So, when I got here, okay, yeah. as soon as I got here, I was like, wow. I was actually going to say that same situation, but for different reasons. Because I had just started a new job. And it was like my second day at work when the storm hit and I refused to stay home and I didn't know how to check my email from home yet or anything. So I just made my way to work from all the way up in fucking damn near the Bronx down to Times Square. And it took me two and a half hours to get there. I had to walk and take the bus and walk some more. And it was hell. And when I got there, there was maybe five people in the entire building and everybody was like, what are you doing at work? Go the fuck home. And so I remember thinking then if I, it was a combination of things. Like, first of all, wow, like this city really, I hadn't already known that New York was the type of place to like never really shut down. And, you know, shit was just always open or available. And when the trains went out and like people had lost their electricity for days, I was like, wow, like this shit is really getting real. But then also it just kind of. It made me realize that something about the city had turned me into the type of person who was willing to journey two and a half hours, you know, just to get to work. Like something in me had definitely changed at that point. And not your car. Right. And not in the comfort of a car, which it would have been hell trying to drive to, but like trying to walk and take the bus, which was overrun with tourists and people trying to get to work, like... It was just hell trying to get there, but I felt like something in me had changed because I had done something, you know, that I would not have ordinarily done because of what this city can do. So, and then right around that time um, is when it was like fall was starting. So right around Halloween is when the weather starts getting really shitty in New York and it stays shitty till like mid-May. So then it was just like the worst winter of all time. But you find a way, you know, if you can make it here to just kind of try to stick through it. But people keep saying that the last winter was like the like a really like a record breaking bad. I think it maybe got really, really cold. Like maybe the numbers mm-hmm. were, but it didn't feel as bad as the previous winter to me. Right. No. And I, I think, think maybe it had a, more storms. I don't know. Yeah. I think the previous winter had more like snow and stuff, but also that was like a, a first real winter. <laughs> like, Because I have certainly never experienced shit like that growing up in Oklahoma, Texas, Louisiana. It just, it does not snow. And it definitely does not look like that. And like, you know, it's going to get cold and you know, it's going to snow and all that stuff. But nothing really prepares you for it. You Mm -hmm. have to like actually be in it to be like, oh yeah, this is crazy. And you don't understand it until every day the high is 20 degrees, 12 degrees. You don't understand. You know what? We're going to have to live this again (laughs) in just a few weeks. And so it doesn't even make any sense to, like, ruin our, our spirits now when we still right. sort of have some warmth. Right. So let's just go through this again so, when our yeah. lives are over. But, yes, so that would be the moment. I think we agree on that. It was but like a storm. the winter was a hell of a lot easier for me last year, maybe because I was in my own place. Yes. There is something about having your own space that is mm-hmm. just you in those cold-ass um, months. Mm-hmm. And that motherfucking Keurig in there, bitch, with yeah. all the hot chocolate. <laughs> Let us know. I'm not coming. I'm sitting right, right here in front of my TV with this goddamn cocoa bitch. And that was always the case. Like, if I have to fight to get somewhere, you can kiss my ass. I couldn't deal with it being freezing cold and them little kids. (laughs) No, no. I couldn't do it. Okay, so, but yes, let's take another break and we'll be back. 
Hey guys, don't forget that this episode is being brought to you by Tristan Walker and the amazing folks over at Bevel, the first and only shaving system for men with coarse curly hair and sensitive skin. I hate razor bumps. I'm very, very, very particular about them. I don't like them anywhere near my life. And so (laughs) magically and wonderfully, the Bevel razor entered my life. Four out of five men reported reduced razor bumps, discoloration, and irritation, and I am one of them. It works wonders. Okay, Bevel uses a single blade that cuts above the skin with less irritation. It's designed from the ground up to give you a smooth, bump-free shave. And its end-to-end shaving system includes a pre-shave oil, badger brush, which is so nifty, mm-hmm. safety razor blades, cream, and a cooling restoring balm to make your face look like like a like five gum. Amen. And it comes in gorgeous packaging, so it works great as a gift for the man in your life. The holidays are coming up soon, and Bevel would be a perfect gift. You can start shaving smarter today at GetBevel.com. And for 20% off your first month's membership, enter promo code THEREAD at checkout. That's G-E-T-B-E-V-E-L.com. And use promo code THEREAD to get 20% off your first month. Shave smarter and sexier with Bevel and The Read. And now let's get back to the show. Okay, so we've got just a few more here. All right. Um, okay, I've got one called Raised Racist. Uh, my aunt's a trash-ass bish. Yum. And uh, Sunday Struggles. So maybe my aunt's a trash-ass bitch. Why not? Okay. That sounds so good and disrespectful. This one is kind of lengthy, and it's from... Uh, Penny. <laughs> Penny. Yes. Okay. My name. I don't even know. If, I mean, he says his name, but I'm just going to make it random anyway because okay. I don't know what y'all want. All right. So my name's Henny. I'm 22 and was at the Chicago show. Um, I was the one who bought y'all Hennessy. Perfect. Oh, thank you. But let's get down to the bullshit. I have an aunt that I don't see it for and I need advice before I whoop this bitch's ass. All right. Okay. Just an FYI, my aunt is 48 and is the middle child of three, so I'm 1,000% sure that that's part of her problem, but I digress. My aunt walks around with this high and mighty attitude, like she's better than everyone else. She's the type of skeezer to run up, a ma- run up after a man, cooking for him, making him breakfast, and waiting on him hand and foot, but lets her kids walk around hungry. <laughs> Damn. I know because I've seen it happen several times and have in turn come out. What? have in turn come out out of my pocket i'm assuming to feed her children there was a word missing i'm sorry back in may her oldest son was away at prom escorting a younger family friend on the same day my great-grandmother passed away without thinking i posted about it on facebook but i took it down not even two minutes later because i didn't want him to see it lo and behold the next day she goes to break news to him break the news to him and told and he told her that he already knew because he had seen it she then called me going off about me ruining his night and I'm a piece of shit. Obviously, I felt bad because it wasn't my intention, but I was just posting about my family loss like any other person would. Someone being at prom is the last thing on your mind when you're mourning a loss. <laughs> Dyslexia, I swear. No, the very cool. next day, we were at my Mima's house having a small family meal to discuss funeral arrangements. And while I was in the kitchen cooking, this bitch walks in, rolls her eyes at me, and walks back out. She then starts telling random strangers, quote, this motherfucker walked around posting shit on Facebook, and I'm not going to say his name, the cousin, 
Okay. Ended up seeing it, and he ruined his night. He's so fucking stupid. Him and his fat-ass mama ain't ever going to be shit, blah, blah, blah. So I quickly cussed her out for, one, telling my business to some random bitch I don't know. And, two, I had already apologized to my cousin and felt horrible enough. So I grabbed my shit, apologized to my mima for disrespecting her house, mm-hmm. and took my black ass home and haven't fucked with her sit- since. It also says, quick side note, I went to college... <laughs> And we'll be returning. This is highlighted. I don't know why. Okay. So this quick side note, I went to college and we'll be returning next fall to finish my degree while her 21-year-old son sits around the house all day scratching his balls and playing video games. Yet I'm the bum who won't ever amount to shit. But you can omit this if you'd like. (laughs) Well, I didn't. (laughs) Since then, she has continued to open her mouth about my mother and I spreading lies about us. How do I go about putting this shit to an end without going to jail? I've whooped her ass once before, but I was 12 then. What? I've whooped her ass once before, but I was 12 then, and doing it now would be a, a felony. What? Please help. No shit. What? So. Um, okay. Henny is over his aunt's shenanigans and uh, apparently wants to fight her. Okay. Well, but Henny, you're an adult now, so like you said. And apparently her male. Ass. Right. I just, I'm, I'm going to try to just skip right on past that part. <laughs> Because I have a feeling Henny is homosexual. Yeah. Okay. And so sometimes gay men have this belief that they can hit women and it's like maybe not as bad as if straight men hit women. I'm here to tell you that that's a lot. But I digress. I mean, I'm sure that he understands that, except, I mean, for when he was 12. But he was 12. <laughs> Your main problem here, sir, like you just have to understand the fact that if y'all Annie is going to be talking shit or whatever... You can feel however you want to about it, but fighting her is not going to be the answer to this. Like, that's just, like, the 100%. <laughs> I know you want to beat her ass, like, and I know you feel like you're justified in that. But fighting your ass Talking about my mama would make me want to whoop your ass, I too. get it. I really I get do it. get yeah, it. Yeah, I do understand. But, sir, like, you're an adult now. Like, she's not going to be able to handle it, that, handle it that way. If you want to cuss her ass back out on Facebook, subtweet, and all this other bullshit, you know, you do whatever the fuck you want to. Just keep it cute. Um... I feel like this calls for pettiness. Yeah. Like, you don't even really have to get angry or violent. Like, if I were you, what I would do is I would get on Facebook again. And I would, not that I know what that is, but (laughs) I would figure out a way to get there. And I would make a status that would say something like, y'all want to know what's funny? 48-year-old women that would rather make random-ass niggas rice-a-roni and hamburger helper than telling their 21-year-old kids to get off their ass, put Call of Duty it down, and go get fucking jobs. It's really hilarious how, you know, 48-year-old women's grandmothers (laughs) could die and they could still send their sons out to random tandem proms for schools that they don't go to. It's really funny that 48-year-old women find their way. Like, I would just, just like, po- go off. Yeah. Since that Facebook shit bothered you so much, bitch, how about we... Well, let's have a, a part two. There let's have it. I would leave a lengthy-ass mm-hmm. Facebook thing. And then I would end it like... It also would be real funny if a 48-year-old had a problem and didn't decide to come and say some shit to my goddamn thing. (laughs) Choose your words however you want to, but I'm just saying what I would do. Right. And tag her and her son. Tag both of them. Hello? Just so y'all know. I want you to know I saw it. Tag them with the caption. What do you think about this? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, auntie, what do you think about that? That's what I would do. Because A, I work. Your son doesn't. I take care of my responsibilities, bitch. You do not. 
I'm there for my family. Ho, you are not. You're messy. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to say whatever the fuck I want to on Facebook. And if you have a problem with that, you can come see me and my fat ass mama. What about it? Because <laughs> you're not going to hit my mama. You're not going to hit my mama. You're not going to do One that. thing about it, like, That's one you thing will about it. not. You can talk all your shit, but I bitch, I actually dare you to lay hands on my mama. There are so many times, like, my mama, are, my mother knows. <laughs> my mother's the type of person to be like, I hope he ain't going to be around. <laughs> like, because I will smack dab lose it don't fuck with my mama i mean that's real or my daddy or anybody in the fuck else <laughs> you know just keep your fucking hands to yourself actually but anyway yes absolutely okay. so that's all i can that's all i've got for you yeah i just bless your heart this kind of stuff is like i've been angry you know at people in my family before but never something like this i've never been in no feud with like i wanted to box my amy like the angriest i ever got with my auntie was one day i went to this is so stupid i went to ruby tuesday right because their their food is disgusting but they have a knocking salad bar no their salad bar is good or it was to me you went to ruby tuesday for the salad bar I went to soup because it's good. It was good. The salad was good. I got a salad there and I took it home. Like, okay. I didn't even stay there. I was just like, I oh, want I thought a salad. you sat in the dining room. Hell no. <laughs> I was that's a little. Oh, yeah. Let me just sit here with a salad by myself. By myself. No, I went in there and like carping. made a salad and I took it home. Okay. And I put it in the fridge. I didn't even eat it. I put it there and I was getting <laughs> ready for it later. My aunt, who lives like a block away, came over there. It's you know she's my dad's uh, sister, mm-hmm. and she just opened the fridge, and I guess saw a salad and was like, "Sure," <laughs> ate the whole thing. <laughs> I was pissed. Like I was like, "Why would she? A, you don't live here, and B, why would you come and eat this salad and not ask nobody who it was? That was the angriest I've ever been at my auntie in my life." Like I took that Did anger with me apologize? for like three hundred sixty. I don't even know if she knew I was mad because I don't. Oh, I, don't didn't I didn't say anything. anything. No, she's my my auntie. She's my. I just was angry. To, I think I told my mama that I was mad, but then I just I said fuck it. She's my. I'm not gonna right. go. I'm gonna but box you, you over some, up right now. Some then greens. your daddy gonna whoop your ass. <laughs> it's a salad, girl. <laughs> Build a bridge. But I was mad. I mean, listen, niggas and they food. That should be real. Yeah, don't fuck. That's one thing you don't do. All right, this one says. um... Kiffy, are you still introverted? Uh, all right. All <laughs> so right. we're going to say that your name is uh, Shantis. All right. Okay, I had a quick, maybe not so quick question for Kiffy about being an introvert because it's something I can relate to. I'm around your age, 24, and I still find being introverted is something I have a love-hate relationship with. On some days, I love it. I love being alone and I'm never bored, but on others, I feel a little left out in a group setting. I'm surrounded by coworkers who are more outspoken and lively in personality than I am, taken and have more in common. Meanwhile, I'm single and seeking a guy that I can bond with over that, and it can be discouraging seeing my coworkers text and talk to people all the time while my phone is what they call dry. Of course, on your show, you seem to be so outspoken about a lot of issues and things going on in the world. You throw parties, you host live segments of the show and don't seem to hold back. Do you find, as you're getting older, that you're somewhat... Or completely breaking out of your shell? Do you credit something or someone for that? Or do you think you are what they call an extroverted introvert? I don't know what that is. Any words of encouragement you may have regarding this topic would be greatly appreciated. By the way, I saw you both in Atlanta. It was absolutely hilarious. Love the show. So Thanks. <clears throat> thanks, boo. Um, an extroverted introvert, just so you know, is an introvert who, like, 
does not prefer to be out in parties or be like the center of attention, but can be. And like, I definitely think that's you, but like somebody who truly does prefer to be alone and in their own head and prefer like solitude or the company of very few people, but is also very capable in social situations. Well, to me, being introverted doesn't mean that you're a recluse. It just means that you prefer to like you work out of your head. Like you are concerned with, your feelings and your emotions, you're tapped into what you're feeling and what you're thinking. And it kind of affects the decisions you make, your social surroundings, trust and all of those things. But it doesn't mean that you're afraid to go out. You know, like I've had plenty of times where I go out, but when I do go out in most social settings, I'm either kicking it alone or just with a few people that I know and trust. I'm not really someone who will go to, a function and go and try and meet people or talk to a stranger or whatever. I hate small talk. <clears throat> it is the worst thing in the world to me. I don't like it. I don't know how to You've do it. Like I don't like it. I hate it. I hate it so much. I hate when people want to just be like chat like on the street. I hate when you're in the cab or an Uber and they want to talk to you about your day. And it's just like there is no way to really do that sometimes without coming off to as a bitch to people because they don't understand that, especially if they are extroverted. Right. And so I just stopped caring. But, like, the live shows and parties and stuff, that doesn't mean that I'm not introverted. I am. And, in fact, Kid Fury is kind of, like, because I think so much and I'm always living in my head and I'm an emotional person and all that kind of stuff, I think that I really started this as a means to get all of those thoughts out of my head, you know, in a humorous way because I like to laugh and not be so fucking, like, mm-hmm. whatever. But... You know, even at parties sometimes, like, like even at 305 Live and All The Way Live, like, I kind of stick to that one section where y'all are. I'll hop on the mic and I'll talk to everybody. I walk through the crowd, sure. And I, I stopped with people. I danced yeah. with people. Um, I took pictures with loads of people. When the party was over, I shook hands and took photos with people who come up and stuff like that. But for the most part, I just prefer, like, solitude and mm-hmm. my own thoughts and, you know, like... That sort of thing. But it doesn't mean that I'm, like, shy. I just prefer... I don't know. Sometimes, like, if people don't really... I don't but do know. you still consider yourself an introvert? Yeah. You do? Absolutely. I don't think that I'm never going to not be introverted. So just the fact that you throw parties and stuff like that doesn't make you feel like you're less of one? Because no. I think that's I think that's what this person is trying to say. Like, it seems like for an introvert, most would not be able to handle, like, the pressure of having to be in public like that. Like, performing in public. Because it's a lot... For a lot of introverts to even consider like going to Like for to instance, a party. when we do the live shows, right? The kid fury that's on upon the stage is gonna be different than the one in the meet and greet. Cause on the stage, it's one type of energy. I'm up there. Mm-hmm. I can hardly like I may remember or recognize like five faces after the show is over that yeah. like on the stage when we are up there because it's like a blur. You know, I just go up there and we do the show and hopefully it goes well. And then that's that. But during the meet and greet, it's a little bit harder for me to have, like, the small talk with people. And, again, I don't want to come off as a bitch because everybody's so nice and they're coming out to, you know, like, laugh with you and have a good time. But I'm very bad at being like, well, nice to meet you. Hi. Yeah. That's never. It's just not. I'm not comfortable with that that sort of thing yet. Mm -hmm. And I am still trying to figure that part out because I don't like some girl wrote this letter talking about how we needed we how dare we have meet and greets and this and stuff whatever because she's seen me out on the street 
and oh yeah, she didn't like the way you talked to her or didn't talk to her or something like that. You said that she said that I was um, but she said hi to me and I. She said, hi, and I love the show. the show. Yeah. And I said, thank you and, and kept walking. And walked off, yeah. And she felt like you weren't grateful enough or appreciative enough. And to that, And you I, needed to humble yourself. And that's why everybody loves Beyonce because Beyonce is humble. And so we need to remember to stay humble or some shit Okay, like well, when you bump into Beyonce on the street and have a conversation with her and let me know how it goes, dumbass. <laughs> Jesus. Shut the fuck up. What are you even talking about? I don't have to stop and talk to you on the fucking street. You don't know what the fuck I'm going through. You don't know what the fuck kind of day I'm having. You don't know what is going on in my life. You don't know where I'm coming right. from or where I'm going. If you said hi to me and I said, and you like my show, and I said, thank you. You act like I said, tell your mother to suck a batch of dick. Like, what do you, <laughs> right. you know what I'm saying? Like, Was I not, did I not say thank you? But I mean, why did you think I had time to stop and chat? This is New York. It's and the middle out, of the day. I have somewhere to go. And like, outside of that, even if I did it, again, I'm just not good at small talk. I'm that type of thing. It just makes me anxious. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what to do with it. And I, it makes me uncomfortable. So more times than not. There have been plenty of times when I may be in like a really good mood or an upbeat mood. And somebody might say hi to me or something like that. And I'll talk to them, take a photo with them, whatever. I don't really give a fuck. But. You know, there are going to be other days where I might just be like, oh, hey, girl, and I'm going to keep going. Yeah. And I don't see, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I see what you mean. I'm not, I don't do this because I want to be anybody's star. I don't feel like I need validation. I don't feel like I need to be the most important, like a driving force in people's lives. I just want to laugh and have a good time. And that's it. I'm still dealing on how to like interact with not just people who listen to this show, but people in general. Like yeah. when I went to the fucking doctor's office the other day. This last time, um, and I walked in, this lady was sitting in the front, and I didn't know where to go. And I assumed because she was sitting where she was sitting that she was like a receptionist or something. Mm -hmm. So I was like, which way is this doctor's office or whatever? And she told me, she was like, do you have insurance or whatever? And I explained to her this whole entire situation. And she tried to sign, get me to sign up for some. Long story, she was there, like, I guess, trying to sell insurance or Medicaid or some shit that I didn't need. (laughs) But by the time, like, I felt like I didn't know how to tell her, oh, girl, I don't need your insurance. Right. Like, like, what are you talking about? Take this clipboard back. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I just took the clipboard and pen and I walked into the office and left it there because I didn't, <laughs> I didn't know how to tell her, like, so you didn't ma'am, just, you slow your like, roll. <laughs> like, I don't need this shit. She was like, and then there was like a huge language barrier on top of that. So uh, she was like, no, you just fill it out and, you know, and then you can just bring it back when you're done. I was like, okay, girl. And then when I was done, I walked right past her and yeah. left. And I didn't even look at her in her face because I was afraid that she was going to be like, did you fill it out? And I wouldn't know what to say. <laughs> like, I'm just awkward. Okay. You know, yeah. so whatever. All right. Well, yeah. Okay. I get that. All right. So do you want to do one more? Say, I don't have a, I don't have a problem like talking to people, but I don't like being like the focus of attention or anything like that. Like I don't like small talk, but I can do it. I just don't like when I feel like somebody has singled me out or like it's true. I don't know. Like when you're put on the spot. Right. Exactly. Like, Oh, Hey, like random person. And here I am with some random question or something like that. Like, it's just like, I don't even know what to do with that. It's, you know, that kind of thing throws me off. And I'm not complaining about it. I'm just saying I don't really, it's not something that I know how to do. I mean, I think people should just understand that if you bump into somebody on the street, there's a chance that they may be in a rush and they can't stop and say hello. Like, I'm sorry if you made that, if that made you think that we were just like stuck up bitches who couldn't be bothered to like, be nice to their listeners, but like, girl, you. Really I mean, I don't care because that. most of y'all are the exact same way. Y'all act like y'all ain't got attitudes, uh, or oh, be okay. having bad days and don't want to talk to people. Like, 
You can bump into somebody you knew from high school, and it don't mean you dislike them or something. But if you're not in the mood to talk, like if you just had a shitty day or just got fired or something, you don't want to sit and chit chat. Like it's the same basic principle. So yeah, we could do one more if you want to. Or um, all right, raised racist. I feel like we've been in here for a while. This last one. Okay. Okay, so this one says um, I don't want to say his real name, but it says it. It it doesn't say not to be. I'm just going to call him Usher. Um, My name is Woody. I'm 22. I'm from Texas. I'm white, and I was raised in a racist home. All right. My father has a strong dislike for black people, Mexicans, and pretty much anybody that hasn't originated from here. He put it in quotes. I'm going to get to that later. Okay. I know you've discussed white people history in in a previous episode, (laughs) so I won't go into that. Anyway, I was taught to not associate with any group other than white people. I didn't really understand why, but listen to my dad. Everything changed when I got to high school. I had the choice to attend public schools, and I wanted a different experience, so I went for it. The first person that talked to me in high school was black. My first teacher was black, and they were the most kind people I have ever met. I've never expected this, especially from the stories that my father told me. But fast forward to now, I'm in college. My best friend is black. I have an entirely different perspective than what my father taught me to have. He's heard from people that I've been hanging around black people, which I never told him because wow. I didn't care for his reaction. I'm going back home to visit before school starts, and he's going to ask about my intermingling with other races. Jesus. I want to be as respectful as possible, especially because the tuition check for my last year of school just cleared. I know, that's right. He's not going to like what I have to say because it includes telling him that I'm dating a black woman. How can I be what? as respectful as possible about my father's hurtful words to come? Because if he tries that racist crap in regards to my lady or my best friend, I'm going to tell him to fuck off. Please help. Wow. I cannot believe a 22-year-old white boy in Texas listens to the read. <laughs> like, that blows my... And is like... And his anti- daddy is like racist. His daddy might be the KKK. Shit. And his daddy is so racist and he has a black best friend and a black girlfriend. It goes back to that old joke about what you hate will end up in your family. Like, you spent all that time teaching your mm-hmm. son to be hateful mm-hmm. and now he <laughs> laid up with a black woman. that nice mulatto baby. Woo, your daddy is going, he might stroke out because it sounds like from, <laughs> oh, well. from this letter. What did I say? Some of the, let racist. me not go there because this is your daddy. But either way, how do I wanna, you say this, like, politely, though, to your father? Like, yo, you're racist as hell. I Like we were saying, um, we've said before, like, you don't have to... You can approach your, your parent with, like, respect and compassion and say, like, this is something that is really hurtful, and I wish that it were different. And I would like for you to respect me as an adult and my decisions, and I don't understand, you know, X, Y, and Z. It doesn't sound like your father is going to budge on his opinion. Most mm-hmm. old racists don't. Mm-hmm. In that situation, I mean, in that scenario, then I would uh, go for the jugular because who has time? Right. And in this day and age, especially like, really, what you should say is that besides you being hurt, I would go for the the trick that parents usually use and say that you're disappointed. <laughs> I would say. I am so disappointed and I am so like ashamed that you, my father, would continue such hateful, hurtful, ignorant, and unnecessary energy. Like I don't I don't understand this at all. It doesn't make any sense. You've raised me to believe one thing about these types of people. 
for so long and lo and behold you've been everything but right and I don't understand it and I it is really like mind-boggling to me that I came from you because it doesn't (laughs) doesn't make any sense to me that you can think this way like I don't know what it is about people of color that bothers you so much but I don't have a problem with them and you shouldn't either and in fact you should also say keep in mind daddy you didn't originate from here come on you don't like anybody who didn't originate, so you don't like your damn self? This is not your country, it's white not. people. You're not the norm. This isn't your land. You didn't start here. Every one of you hoes is immigrants. <laughs> All y'all are from someplace else. <laughs> Each and every one of you, you're not from here. You're not. And I wish that y'all would get over that bullshit like, go back to Africa. Why don't you just go back to that? Why don't you go back to Poland or, or Sweden or wherever the fuck it is that you came from, you European bitch? Right. Like, this is not, you're not from here. You came over here. You saw the motherfuckers that were here and you killed, you killed raped. And the ones that you kept, you only kept so that they could work for you. Like, you, you're not from here. You didn't originate from here either, bitch. So while you hate, you hate people who are from foreign countries then you definitely hate your motherfucking self and white people that's how you can find a culture <laughs> get on ancestry.com yes. or wherever and figure out which find European out where country you came from is you came from and, and then go get identify with that. with that some wooden shoes or whatever the fuck it is that you got to like the every one of y'all has a culture you just need to remember that this ain't your motherfucking motherland it's not where you from you did not originate here it's all in the books it's a part of history it, it is, is a th- these are things that have happened you're really okay? arrogant so, about race when like you don't but and acting like y'all are the preferred and chosen people when this is not even your land so like your dad just needs a reality check you stole it right this isn't your, your people don't come from here and then those same people that you don't want your kids hanging around are the ones that you had your feet on. Come on. When you drag their asses over here, you bought them or stole them from whatever other fucking countries and continents and had them come over here and build and fucking maintain this bitch for mm-hmm. you. So you should really be thanking blacks, Mexicans, and like Asians, whomever, Indian, Eskimo, I don't give a damn. Right. You should be thanking each and every single one of them because all you white bitches and all your fucking corporate jobs and your fancy offices with your crisp suits, please know if it wasn't for the blood that was spilt from the slaves and all the people that you dragged over here and made build your shit, you wouldn't have none of that stuff because you hoes were too lazy to do with your goddamn self and you still are. All right. so, so that's what I would tell your dad. Play that daddy. for your dad, and then you got your motherfucking nerve. <laughs> enjoy bitch, the conversation please. from there. But I would just play that honestly. And if he falls over like um, Rita Claxton did, and fucking um, <laughs> the Golden Girls, oh well. I'm sorry, that's your daddy. You don't want me to say Woo! that. But I'm just saying, like that's awful. It is. So yeah, originated here. You, you got I'm so t- like what? I mean, that's just a lot of that's just pure white nerve right there. Like, who do you think you are? And I bet you he would. I bet you if someone asked him if he was racist, he would say no. And I'm, I'm sure he said that with the fullest sincerity. Like mm-hmm. he meant every word of that lie. Just, you really have the audacity to look down on other races when you would not be where you are without the way that your people exploited them. You really have the audacity and continue to disenfranchise to this day. Y'all really have the nerve. To be mad at poor people for wanting a living wage when the economy is set up to funnel more money to the people who are already the richest. You have the nerve to be mad that people want enough money to pay their rent with working a 40-hour week. And you're not mad that these CEOs are bringing in billions of fucking dollars. Billions, bitch. You're not thinking this shit through. But it's anyway. all right there. You can it's, find it. You it's know, right there. There are in plenty but of all books, right, girl. Google, all, right. all of these things. But I just wish... 
that white folk would stop trying to put this like veil over our eyes. Yeah. Like we, we I don't see it. Everybody knows these things, so I don't know if you're <laughs> hoping that one day we'll all wake up and live in this fairy tale world that you keep trying to to force upon us. Right. But today, tomorrow, <laughs> and next week, you're gonna get the fuck. That's right. Good luck with that conversation with your daddy. Let us know how it goes. And that's about it for this special mailbag episode of yes. Read. I hope you enjoyed it. We love doing them. Yes. And um, continue to send your questions at asktheread at gmail.com so we can put them on future episodes and future mailbag shows. You never know. Um, let's see. If you have a read that you have in your spirit, you know, um, sweetheart, if you have if you want to read your daddy, you can send it to past3 at gmail.com. Um, and we're going to get back into that. Yes, we are. Don't forget the new Speaking season. Speaking of dads, my dad's calling me on FaceTime. Aw. You should answer. Well, no, don't answer no, right I'm now. No, I'm not doing that to say, God only knows. Mm-hmm. Don't forget the new season of Black Jesus begins this Friday on Adult Swim. It airs at 11 p.m. Eastern, 10 p.m. Central. Don't forget to check it out. It's only on Adult Swim. Black Jesus this Friday. Check yes, it out. check out Black Jesus. It's quite funny. I have it on my DVR. I will be catching it as soon as we get back to America. Yes, shout out to John Witherspoon, Corey Holcomb. John Andre Witherspoon Fulton. is really just black legend. He is just. I feel like John Witherspoon is underrated. Like I don't feel like he has. Didn't BT give him an Icon Award or something? I if hope not, so. They need to because John he's Witherspoon really needs it. to be celebrated. He does. Well, we need to give this this man his flowers while he's still living. Hello, because he's everything. Um, so yeah, uh, do we have anything else? Uh, no, this is the read.com, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. This is the read as always. And nope, I think that's it. All right. So the acronym for today will be W Y F W M. Why you fuck around? No, there's no... Damn. Oh, I'm, there was no A. Where are you from, white man? Oh. <laughs> Where are you from, nigga? Where are you from? You remember? Oh, you didn't listen to that album. No, I don't think I All right, did. never mind. All right, so we'll see you later. All right, bye, y'all. At Metro, get an iPhone 12 with 5G and a dual camera system for $99.99. Take amazing pictures and share them instantly. And don't put up with life's yada yada. Yada yada. Like photo bombers. Zoom, crop out. Yada yada. And bye. You don't take yada yada in life. Don't take yada yada from your wireless provider. Get iPhone 12 with 5G with no activation fees and not a yada yada. Only at Metro by T-Mobile. Switch to Metro, bring your ID. This offer isn't available for customers currently at T-Mobile or that have been with Metro in the past 180 days. Hey, y'all, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Everyone knows the holidays can take a toll on your bank account. So if you're looking for creative ways to increase revenue and give your family and friends the holiday treats they deserve, then you need to get started with Squarespace's new feature, Squarespace Courses. As for me, I'm very qualified to help y'all learn how to... Maybe start journaling every day to get your thoughts out and improve your mental health. Or I could teach you how to get on the nerves of every man in a five mile radius 
I'm an expert at that. Squarespace has the tools you need to create and sell your own online courses. You can start with a professional layout that fits your brand, upload video lessons to teach techniques and skills, and then tailor your course with the powerful built-in Fluid Engine Editor. With Squarespace courses, you can create engaging content that your audience will love, then simply add a paywall and set the price. Plus, you can charge a one-time fee or sell subscriptions. It's up to you. Turn your creativity into income with Squarespace courses. Just head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash read to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Again, that's squarespace.com slash R-E-A-D. Let them know Kefir and Crystal sent you. <laughs> 